The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, there's a lot of Irish people going to be arriving home over the coming days and weeks to spend Christmas with loved ones. And it may ignite the ember into a fire of the thought of moving back or at least spending some of the year in Ireland, which raises the question, is it possible to actually buy a home in Ireland if you are still living abroad? I'm joined by Margaret Barrett, who is Managing Director of Mortgage Navigators, to get to grips with the complex but not impossible process of getting a mortgage while outside of the country. Margaret, good morning. Good morning, Anton. How tricky is it? And it's not tricky at all, but as you said there, as you opened the, the slot, we have potentially two and a half people, two and a half million people, should I say, moving through our Cork and Dublin airport in December. So a lot of those people, I suppose, um, coming home for Christmas is exciting, but can often, as you say, make um, going back that little bit more difficult. So the good news is, is that you can buy a house in Ireland um, whilst you live abroad. It's a little bit more complex and there is a level of, I suppose, credit criteria that we have to pass through but we do have a mortgage product. Now, the credit criteria, if you are living here, you have the scope to be able to cough up a local bank uh, statement over the last two or three years and prove fairly readily to your lender what you are earning and what your outgoings are. If you're living off in Dubai or Qatar or somewhere else, do they look and say, well, what bank is this and how do we know it's legit? Yeah, absolutely. So listen, it'll fall into the same criteria. I suppose the number one criteria when we're assessing what's called an expat mortgage application is that the applicants have to, number one, I suppose, Anton, have a right to residency in Ireland. So I suppose they have to be able to prove that they have a connection to Ireland. And I suppose that's fine for an Irish citizen living abroad. Um, But if their second applicant is a non-Irish citizen, then we have to prove that residency is in place before before they arrive onto the shores. And then we fall into normal credit criteria and normal credit, um, I suppose, assessment. And to to look at your point around the employment um, category of assessment, we can only look at clients that are a PAYE earner, number one. So that's someone that's employed in a full-time permanent position in a foreign country. That leaves us not assessing, I suppose, the self-employed or the professional contractors. Um, and I suppose the reason that... Of which there must be many among the expat community, I assume. Yeah, there would be. There would be. And I suppose part of the assessment criteria for an expat mortgage is a mortgage assessment is that we have to prove that when they relocate back to Ireland that we can map out a career and an income assessment for when they return back to Ireland. So those two are probably the main criteria that we have to prove. And then we're gone back into just normal mortgage assessment, a little bit different in, in areas. Do you have to be able to prove that there is an offer of employment waiting for them or just that they are employable? Just that they're employable. So I suppose, look, if we're dealing with, we'll say, professional doctors or or nurses that are maybe, as you say, living in Dubai or living in Australia, again, we're looking at salaries based in Ireland of what they could potentially return to. Um, and and that's okay. We can find we can find that 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 idea. But we're assessing when we when we're looking at an applicant abroad, we're assessing their income as they are abroad. So if there's currency fluctuation, we will stress test that currency by twenty percent to get an income. Um, and the good news here is that the banks actually adhere. Now, not all, not all banks have this product. I I, sh- I should add, um, but we do have lenders that have the product. So we stress test the income if it's on a an, a non EU currency by twenty percent. So if it's an Australian 
Australian dollar or an American dollar or, or Dubai, we're stress testing by 20% on the income. But we're, we're assessing... To hedge against possible fluctuations. Exactly. Currency fluctuations. But we're assessing them against the Central Bank of Ireland criteria, which is four times income for a first time buyer and three and a half times for movers. So that's actually a good news story um, from an assessment perspective. And do those criteria apply consistently as to whether the person is an expat or whether they're uh, domiciled in Ireland? Yes, same criteria. So if you're if you're domiciled, if you're resident in Ireland, you're assessed as three and a half or four times criteria. So same for an expat mortgage. Are there any issues with potential encumbrances from the country that you may have come from? I know, for instance, if you're if you're resident and citizen in US, there are there are certain requirements in terms of your global income being taxable in the United States and therefore there's a different additional cost. Are there any of those things, particularly from people coming back from the Middle East, that they have to sort of wash themselves of before they can get back to Ireland? Not, not particularly. So like what we're looking at, I suppose, is, is salary. And I suppose if we look at Dubai, obviously some of those salaries are, you know, tax free maybe or they, their rent is being included in, in their package. Um, and I suppose we're, we're looking at the whole lot of that and from an assessment perspective. But I suppose what we are looking at, I suppose, also as a comfort factor is that when they will return and they have this mortgage repayment, what's the affordability when they land back in the shores of Ireland? And I suppose that doesn't need to be in so we're looking at clients that, you know, that have a plan to return. It doesn't have to be in the next six or 12 months. It could be three to five years. But I suppose we're looking at someone that's returning back to Ireland to find or to build or to, to live in that, that family home. So this isn't an investment mortgage, I suppose. And that kind of moves us on to the next step of the criteria, which is proven repayment ability. And that can be the one that can often catch people when we're assessing them for this kind of mortgage. Because what we're looking at is they we have to show on their accounts in the foreign country that they can afford to pay the Irish mortgage repayment, including their other financial commitments. So if they have a mortgage or if they're renting um, abroad, we have to show, I suppose, a demonstrated repayment ability of the future mortgage repayment. So we're looking for, I suppose, in a a nutshell, regular savings into a, a savings account that's showing clear demonstrated repayment for this Irish mortgage repayment. Will the lenders take into account cost of living differences? Because when you look at what your net disposable income might be in a given month, if you're living in an area that has a very low cost in terms of fuel and or food, Mm -hmm. the lender might look at you and say, well, that's fine. You're able to save there. You won't be when you get here. Yeah. And that's, I suppose that brings us in in a right round circular way back to what's the income potentially going to be in Ireland. You know what I mean? So we're looking at, I suppose, the employment category. And I suppose we're, we're, we're probably talking, Anton, to be honest, about professionals, you know, that are, that are living abroad and working abroad and what that professional income will be when they return. So we're, we're taking, a full, I suppose, a full holistic um, approach under assessment. And I assume as well that the same requirements apply in terms of deposits. Although I guess a lot of people who go away to work do it so they can do the kind of thing of building up that deposit. Yeah, so the deposit here is different actually from 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 this product's perspective. So the loan to income on a on a um, a non-resident mortgage is seventy percent. So we're looking for a thirty percent deposit plus the fees. So you um, so the fees as we as we've discussed before is one percent stamp duty, legal fees, um, valuations, structural engineers reports, so on and so forth. So the the applicants have to show that the deposit is available and it's probably sitting, if we're, we're talking non-residency, it's probably sitting in a, in a non-resident bank account in a, in a foreign country. So again, there's a currency fluctuation stress test put on that deposit. And furthermore, that deposit has to be in an Irish bank account for loan offer. So it has to be transferred over so that we can actually see the currency um, And that has fluctuation. to be 30% of the purchase price of the home? Yes, 
Which, so if you're the average Dublin house now is, is roughly four hundred thousand euro, that means you have to arrive with one hundred and twenty k ready to go. And it's 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 max lending at seventy percent. So it you know so it, it, it look I suppose it's not for everyone this project, but it is a project that is. Available. Is it for anyone? Do you see people coming yeah, home with one hundred and twenty grand in cash? We do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Um, so. Yeah, it is. It is available. And I suppose at this point, it's worth calling out that this project isn't available. So there is a few criteria that, you know, that it doesn't fit for everybody. It is only on, I suppose, the turnkey properties. It's not applicable to self-builds. And I suppose we get a lot of that, you know, for people that want to move home, build on the family land. Um, and unfortunately, this product doesn't sit in that category. So it's only for turnkey properties. Briefly, Margaret, how big a trend is there in expats returning home? Because I would have thought that if you were in a foreign country looking at all of the reports of the housing crisis, you'd be thinking now is not the time to try to do this. Yeah, I suppose we're starting to see a little bit of an uptake on it. Um, there is There is people that are trying to move home that I suppose moved moved out of Ireland back in the 2006, 2007, 2008, so on and so forth, that are now maybe after settling abroad, have children abroad and are really considering moving home and rearing their family back in Ireland. Um, but unfortunately, we have the twofold where we now have a lot of our younger generation that are also leaving Ireland um, because they're not able to buy their property um, in Ireland or you know can't afford to buy their property in Ireland. So there's a twofold thing happening unfortunately but um, I suppose the, the, this was a message I kind of want to get out here today Anton is that there is a project because when people come home they do get a little bit nostalgic about moving home um, and being with family um, and I suppose they're sitting there going how do I do this will I ever be able to buy a property in Ireland so there is there is a way but preparation is is key to this product and undoubtedly you will be at the end of a phone or email if anybody Absolutely. wants you across the Christmas Absolutely. period that is Margaret Barrett Managing Director of Mortgage Navigators The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.